Hey everyone, I'm here with one of my very favorite things to do, and that's teaching you a framework. A framework for identifying your offer, changing your offer, amplifying your offer, or just creating it for the very first time because you know that you're about to leave your teaching career or you're about to expand your micro school or your homeschool hybrid, or maybe you're just going, I just want to start a tutoring business, but I don't know what to offer. And I've got this amazing idea, but I don't know where to start and what do people want. So today I'm going to share with you what I go through when I am coaching a client through their offer. A lot of times I'm coaching clients through many situations, whether it be finances, through marketing, through their mindset, through their transitions, through their stages of growing a micro school, helping people plan a micro school from the very first thought idea before they've even left their regular position. Today, I'm going to share with you bits and pieces of the framework to help you be able to start planning your offer in a way. I want to give you a jump start today in a way that will make you feel like this is so possible or be able to expand your services to who you are currently serving right now. Here we go. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Don't you just love the nitty gritty stuff? Now this is nitty gritty, but I will say that you have to take the time and do this, okay? Promise yourself that if you are in a situation where you are thinking, I cannot grow my school, no one is biting at my services, or I don't even know where to start, Mackenzie. I'm super scared. I've got this idea. I know I want to start a micro school. I haven't even left my job. I don't know what is going to be a good offer for the people in my area. Should I start off tutoring? Should I start off with the micro school? Should I start off with the homeschool hybrid? It really, really takes some time to process through. And honestly, it takes multiple brains. I'm not going to lie. You can't sit on your back porch by yourself for the next year and try to figure it out alone. You're going to run into some major blockages, all right? You got to get a friend. You got to get a coach. You got to get a mentor. You got to get your spouse. You got to have somebody who will brainstorm with you. Now, I wish I would have had this whenever I first started, but I can tell you that once I learned how to do this, it has allowed our school to grow times seven, okay? So let's talk about the process that took place whenever I first started the school. I just started, okay? But I didn't realize that in the back of my mind, 
I needed to find out what these families, children, parents needed. Okay? So I literally was in Missouri visiting my family because I live in Florida now. And I was asking my sister, this is during COVID. I'd already left teaching, but I did not know what I was going to do. When I was not at all preparing to, to start a micro school. I was not at all even preparing to homeschool my kids, but I knew that I had a problem. And I knew that a majority of people around me had a problem. And that was that they were scared to take their kids back to school for various reasons. Either they didn't agree with the mask or they were scared their kids were going to get sick. They were looking for something different. There was just a lot of negativity. So I was paying attention to what people needed and I was asking a lot of questions. I was asking my family. I was asking my friends. I was asking my sister. I was asking my husband. The more I asked questions to people to figure out what they were feeling, what they needed, the more I got clarity on really what it was that people found valuable. And my sister was saying, gosh, I just wish I had a place for Camden and Keller to go and not be in a mask sitting in a seat. And I'm worried about them getting sick and hand sanitizers and all of the stress that this is going to cause. And then what if they mandate vaccines? And I don't want that to happen. I just wish I could send them. Like, I wish you lived here, McKenzie, and we could have our kids together and you could homeschool them and just live your best life, teaching the kids, taking them on field trips and playing with them and and giving them what they needed and I can come home and we could chill out on the back porch like these were the conversations we were having and I was like gosh yeah I wish I could homeschool my girls I don't want them to go back to that and I really miss teaching and I really would love to have just something quaint in my house just a couple kids and lo and behold a couple nights later I had a dream I woke up and I knew it was what I was supposed to do now from there I will say It sounds really fancy whenever people say, determine your target audience. Do you think I was using those words whenever I first started? You better bet your bottom dollar I was not. I was like, what is everybody afraid of? I'm afraid of that too. I don't want to do that either. I'm sick of this as well. I want to do this. I want this for my kids. And that is how I found out who would possibly want our services. But I knew at the time it was going to be public school students. I didn't know any homeschool families. All I knew were public school students. That's where all my friends were. That's where all my kids' friends were. That's where my kids were. That's where I was. It was just, that's what we did. And I quickly found that there were families who did not want their children to go back into public school. That was our target audience. Our target audience has changed every single year. So if you are thinking, gosh, I don't know if it's me or if it's what I offer. Why is this not converting? Why are the parents not really clicking on to what I have to offer? We need to do some more investigating on what you hear people saying that they need or that they are frustrated with when it comes to the offers that are currently around you. Now, I like to use the 3M method and it's the 3M stand for mindset, mistakes, and method. Now, if you were to put those on the left-hand side of your paper, just write mindset, mistakes, method. I would start off with what my mindset is. My mindset at the very beginning was what all I wanted for my daughters to have that I knew they were not going to get in public school and I could not afford private school at the time. Mistakes. 
What were the, some of the mistakes that I was making as a parent when it came to them being in public school? It was the hustle and, and it, it really wasn't, you don't even have to maybe call it a mistake. It's more like a problem, but I was facing so much hustle and bustle, so much of my youngest daughter not wanting to go because she felt like they were testing all the time. My daughter's missing out on so many incredible opportunities. My oldest daughter being in middle school and not liking it, having no relationships with their teachers. So I was basically my mindset first and then what mistakes either I was making as a parent by sending them there because I know or the problems that I was having more or less and it was that I was tired of picking them up and having to deal with them complaining about what all their day was and ding 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 flashing red light I still have that with my oldest daughter whom I love and who I thought was going to love learning her entire life and you're probably wondering why is she still in middle school or in, in, in public high school? And you know, that is a question and a wonderful question that we need to tackle in an upcoming episode. So I don't want to get, I don't want to get off track here, but I will say that the mistakes that I was making as a parent was that it was just felt too much. It just felt like my kids were not getting what they needed. And my method that I thought would be better was bring them home, teach them to their passions, their gifts, their talents. But I didn't want to do it alone. I didn't want to feel isolated. I wanted other children to be with them. So I wanted the socialization part. I wanted the freedom part. I wanted the creativity part. And I also needed to make an income. So my method was that I was going to teach other children whose parents did not want them to go to public school who were looking for an authentic, different experience. And I just listed it all out. And let me tell you, I did it ugly. Okay, this was not like a perfect, like, let me write this so perfectly and so beautiful and let me craft my introductory packet right now. No, this was in a random piece, random notebook that I found in our hall closet that I started jotting things down in. So on the left side, it's mindset, what I wanted, mistakes that I was seeing happening in public school and just as a parent, and then a method, like how I wanted, how I think I could solve this problem. Then what I've done over the years proceeding was I would write different types of people at the top of that paper. So if you had me in a column writing out what my mindset, my mistakes, my method, I wrote out what does a parent whose child is struggling? What's their mindset? What are they thinking? What are they feeling? What mistakes are they seeing that the public school system's making or the private school system's making? What methods would be best for their kids? Then we went through and I did it again for the homeschooling parent. What's the, where's their mind right now? How are they feeling? How are they seeing this opportunity? Are they seeing it as an obstacle? What do they love about homeschooling? What do they not? What mistakes do they think that they're making? What methods do they wish that they had? And again, you may just be going off of what you are assuming. That's okay. That's what I had to do at first too. So we go off assumptions, but then we also start doing some research. We start doing some investigating. We think about the age groups, their background, the specific needs, what these families need to attract for their students, their pain points, their challenges that they face in traditional education settings, and what they really wish for their child. That is so important because we can dream up this incredible opportunity. Like for an example, I look at some of the indoor jump houses in our in our city here in Florida. And I was driving by there the other day and it was a really popular space called urban air and it's an indoor i don't obstacle course or trampling facility and as i was looking at it i looked at my daughter and i said man there is no one in there 
The lights are out. It's dark. They're having to pay for this big property. It's on a Wednesday afternoon. It's at 4.30 and they're not open. Their target market is going to have to be during the daytime. Who's their target market going to have to be during the school year? Homeschool families, right? Or after school programs. They're going to have to think about some after school programs. They're going to have to think about how to get people who families who are super busy Monday through Friday with baseball, homework, basketball, cheerleading, whatever it may be, music lessons. Parents are working late till six, seven o'clock at night. Are they going to take them to urban air on a Wednesday? No, probably not. I'm not saying it's impossible. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, we really have to determine who our target market is so that you can market towards them and design an offer that will appeal to not necessarily the masses, but will appeal to that specific target market. So hopefully Urban Air is doing that. You definitely know that they're getting all the all the hype during the summertime and on the weekends, but definitely during the school day, how are they setting themselves apart? Which go into number two, how you uniquely serve others. So we went through the mindset, we went through the mistakes, we went through the method, and we're still in the method part here, but this method part, you could go a layer deeper, okay? So let's say on the left hand side, we've got our mindset, we have our mistakes, we have our method, and if you draw a line underneath that, and, on, and if you make another row, and you write underneath there, micro school. Ooh, what would set your micro school apart that would help eliminate the mistakes? that would give the methods and the processes that the families are looking for for their child's success? Why would you approach the situation? What teaching offerings would you give? What specialized learning would you offer? What curriculum would you use? Oh, it's so good. But you know, it's you gotta have someone to throw the ball around with. I tell you, you gotta have someone because two heads truly are better than one. Could not have done this by myself. Constantly thinking about it, talking to my teachers, talking to my husband, talking to people in our Facebook group. And then number three, what type of bundle could you create? Just think about this, a bundle value added service. So could you do tutoring along with some extracurricular activities? Could you do full-time along with some tutoring? Could you do full-time along with enrichment? I know to start off with, we started with full-time. Then we moved into barely part-time. And now this year, we've got two options to become part-time. And it serves three different people. We got the full-timers and their parents need something totally different and are looking for something different. We've got the three-day-a-weekers, which that's not going to appeal to the families who are working Monday through Friday, all day long, and cannot homeschool their children. But it does appeal to the homeschool families. And we got the Tuesday-Friday option for enrichment. That appeals to the families who are really looking for something different for their child after they've taught them throughout the week. So adding things together definitely works, but it has to align with the needs of your target audience. And I would say number four that you should definitely keep in mind is Underneath that My Micro School, think about how you're going to personalize this learning environment. What is your ability to create a customized plan that really is tailored to each family or student's needs and interests, by the way? How is your micro school going to address families who need you for three days or two days or five days? How is your micro school going to address the needs of students who are neurodivergent, who are only children, who are gifted? who are shy, who are athletically inclined, who are musically talented. How is your micro school going to serve and fit their needs? That's 
what you are here for. That's your offer. But keeping your offer to these four pillars at the very beginning are what's really going to catapult you into the next situation. But guys, you can't just think about it. You have to actually write it down. And I say you document it. You put it on a Google Google form or Google sheet. And then every year you keep pulling it up and you add to it. So, so valuable. If you want to throw the ball around, you want someone to help you take this to the next level. Let's hash this out. Let's look at what your offer is because this is so important for your introductory packet. This is the groundwork for your introductory packet, which is your ticket to the world. Head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com coaching to schedule your coaching session. We can definitely go through every single one of these. Or we can work on your finances. We can work on your transition plan. We can work on you being able to grow your business or hire for your business. We've done it all. We're here for you. TeachersLetYourLightShine.com slash coaching. I can't wait to meet with you over Zoom and get your plan in action. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way. Because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.